Welcome back to episode 35 of the Blockrunner podcast. If this is the first time you're listening, we discuss the latest developments in cryptocurrency while we attempt to make this new technology relatable to you. You can watch this podcast on our YouTube channel to follow along with our discussion. As always, I'm your host, William, talking with your co-host, Iman, and here are the topics for today. First up, the Chinese digital currency is on its way. Next, the Twitch app and the future of earning money. Then, is there an alternative to UBI for a response to automation? And finally, dApps on EOS. All right, let's listen in. All right, fellas, we're back. Uh, So last week we were talking about uh, Max Kaiser. You remember that? That was towards the end of last week, yeah. Yeah, I watched the video and I think he's right. What point? What part? Well, that uh, China's working on their own cryptocurrency. Well, that's like not even conspiracy. That's well, no. like, that's well, like the, public news. Not only, yeah, exactly. Yeah. But this, I think that Max Kaiser video came out way before the the, the announcement. Yeah, I don't think before so. the announcement. Yeah. No, because yeah, the announcement did. was like two months ago, and that video was like no a few weeks. way. I think so. No the way. thing is, people are just speculating right now how it's gonna work. You know, so China publicly announced they're working on a, but every country is working on a cryptocurrency yeah i think True, last week for sure <laughs> like last week like tunisia or something like that was the first one to actually launch one. Oh yeah yeah like they, they legit made a cryptocurrency really but it backed by fiat currency which is eh. i hope it's not backed by their own fiat currency that's just like <laughs> you know what's the point of that let's see maybe i'm right tunisia damn dude what yeah. a memory to tunisia to launch e dinar national currency using blockchain that was Two days ago. Exactly. See? So it's happening, dude. It, it starts small like this. Yeah. You know? Countries like this have the leeway because they have, like, probably smaller populations. Their economy is not so, you know, established, I guess. So they, they could take big major risks like this and maybe try and capitalize on new technology. Yeah. So, but this is a, a nice little indicator. Do you think they're going to be successful with these blockchain <laughs> versions of their currency? Because I, I have my own opinion, and I don't think they will be. I mean, as long as... People are going to get educated because of their countries trying to do a blockchain currency. Mm-hmm. And then they're going to realize that there's other cryptocurrencies that have no country affiliation. Mm-hmm. And, um, but the, I guess the purpose of these people will trust this a lot more than they will like some random shit coin on the altcoin market. You know what I mean? That's not proven. It's not backed by anything at all. Yeah. This at least is backed by government fiat, which is already what they're using. You know what I mean? And it's a stable coin, so they don't have to worry about market volatility. Right. So it's something people can use. And, you know, it's a country like Tunisia, I bet, doesn't have like a top of the line banking infrastructure, right? Right. All of a sudden. You True. Know, that's that's you a got, good point. Yeah, you got online access to finance. And stuff. But typically, these are like centralized blockchains, so they have to support this currency in some some yeah. way. I mean, it's not like a true cryptocurrency. That's that's what yeah. the whole debate with the Libra is. That's not a cryptocurrency. It's yeah, just a. It's not. It's a digital, centralized, yeah, fucking online marketplace currency. <laughs> I don't know. It's, I don't even know how to describe it. It's yeah. I mean, it, it's nothing decentralized about it. Yeah, I, I totally agree. Um, there's no. It's so. Which so, is why so, it's like a failing project, you know, Libra. I mean, so Libra, I mean, is it a digital currency or a cryptocurrency? It's a digital currency for sure. So what distinguishes between the two? Centralization, I think. Centralization, censorship, resistance. Yeah. Yeah. Um, like, like that's a perfect example. Zuckerberg got summoned. Yeah. You can't do that to Bitcoin. Nobody yeah. has been summoned in the history of Bitcoin, <laughs> and it's still there. Yeah, you know but I mean? you could summon um, Vitalik. But he yeah, has no control. What's he gonna, yeah, he's got you, no control you, as to you, what gets on Ethereum. Exactly, you put him behind bars or something so he doesn't code it anymore. It doesn't stop Ethereum. Ethereum's still going. They yeah. got tens of thousands of programmers working on that shit. Yeah, that's mean? true across the world. Yeah, that's true. Which is the beauty of it. And then, uh, <coughs> yeah. But but I think these country coins. I I think once people get wind of like what a true cryptocurrency is, they won't use it and. I think they're the only thing that governments like China has is that they'll force merchants to adopt it and force people to use it. Yeah. So why do you think China is doing what they're doing? Like, so if you believe Mike, Max Kaiser is right, which I do too. Well, I, I think they're trying to supplant the U.S. dollar. Yeah, that's exactly I mean, what that's I. That's the only reason. I just literally uh, before hearing about any of this, I just thought to myself like, 
we're in com- direct competition with China. Yeah, I mean, we saw that video where they were like killing us with GDP. Yeah, exactly. So, and then just Trump is, you know, he's ramping up. Yeah. His pressure on on their economy by you know enforcing all these tariffs and yeah, so they'll be like, okay, we'll just make our own coin. I mean, we have yeah, well, they essentially become independent like economically from the United States. Yeah, which is like, you know, checkmate. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, uh, a lot of their exports go to the United States. True, so. I know, but it's, it's it'll be like another intimidation tactic, you know? Yeah. Like yeah, for sure, it's if, po- if political <laughs> tactic. Exactly. Yeah, it's just another card they'll have at their disposal. Yeah. Know, to influence, you know, their whenever that the, these trade meetings with Trump and yeah, yeah, yeah. whatever the fuck. They'll put down the the China coin card. Yeah, why not? Because they have like I think they have like the better crypto infrastructure and the, the population is probably like way more informed than ours. You know, now that I think about it, China is more like Facebook. You know, Facebook has like 2 billion people, China has like 1. Point something. A lot. A ton uh, of people. I think China China is the only country i guess company if you will they could compete with facebook on anything yeah so more so than compete they could literally just shut them out which is what they do that's true like that's facebook's true. not even over there i don't think it's what are they, what's it called like uh, WeChat? wechat yeah yeah they have their own versions of everything yeah so <laughs> yeah they completely control what their population is is and isn't allowed to adopt essentially it's not like a free market in a sense the way our economy works yeah no absolutely you know China, Chinese government has like way more influence. Yeah. So, I don't know, man. Like for I sure, just, this is a trend that's it's happening. Like, and we call this. Oh yeah, the ago. U.S. is working on their own currency too. Mm-hmm. It's just, but what would be our incentive to use the U.S. decoin? <laughs> it's not so much incentive. It's just if they could literally just be like, okay, the paper currencies are out the door, and now we're all you're all forced to use this USD coin because we have to compete. You know what? It'll probably be cheaper for them to support a USD coin than it is paper currency. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. I would I would imagine there's still some some reason to have paper currency. I would think a government would prefer digital currency because it's actually not yeah, anonymous and it's, it's not tra- anonymous it's exactly. And I, that's what I'm saying too. Yeah, I I totally agree. Like I, I've been thinking about that a lot more recently. I, I for some reason I I I've been ignoring privacy coins, dude. But they're, they're like they're, they're important. important. They're yeah. very important, especially if if I, privacy coins are like the most. Um, I feel but like here's the thing. So the privacy coins are getting, uh, I, I guess taken taken out of some of the exchanges. Some of the exchanges that support, you know, KYC and all that oh, stuff. Oh yeah. yeah, of course. Like because why? Because because of the government, and they don't. They want to keep making money, so yeah, they're going to listen course. to anything. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? I, I don't, I don't blame the exchanges at all, yeah. but it's, it is important to have these coins, not, not because for your own privacy. I mean, if you can do a transaction with these coins, the better. Now, yeah, but now you can make any transaction technically. From the government's with these coins. perspective, that's not okay. Yeah, you know, they don't want you to buy or sell anything without them being aware of it, and we have to report everything. Yeah, <laughs> and they say it's because they want to make sure that there's no, you know, terrorist funding and Yeah, but that's all bullshit. In reality, yeah, 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 they just course. want your money. You yeah, know? and Edward Snowden proved it, right? They were yeah. spying on all Americans essentially. Mm-hmm. And, you know, there was that was breaking the law. Is it though? I think we like allowed that with like uh with the like homeland the, security. Yeah, during the whole Bush era, yeah. he enacted like so many laws that people don't even aren't aware of. Well, that's the thing. So you Snowden know? kind of exposed that. Exposed yeah, but people like, still don't give a fuck, dude. Well, and then everyone's yeah. like sitting here crying about it. Like, hey, this is like. Well, it's because there's not much we can do about it. Like, what well, can you do? You you fucking get the yeah, get the sure. Monero coin and like start using that at Walmart. It's tough. Yeah, how like you would have to. I think the the bill I'm I'm talking about. Damn, I wish I remember what it was called. Well, give me some keywords. I can find it. Uh, just do like Bush, Google Bush, like uh, security bill or. <laughs> bill <laughs> That's board. not working. National security bill, Secure Fence Act of 2006. No. Homeland Security Act. That's the one I was talking about. That might be something like that, but. There was a more specific name to it where it literally gave the government permission to just, like, listen to every conversation we ever have and et cetera, et cetera. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> this is how you use Google. Bush allows the government to listen to every conversation. The widen reach for wiretapping. Yeah, that's pretty much the gist of it. I don't, I don't, see, see, click on that. Yeah. 2007, that's, like, around the right time. So it says, Bush signs law to widen reach for wiretapping. It says... 
um, broadly expanding the government's authority to eavesdrop on the international telephone calls and email messages from American citizens without warrants. Mm-hmm. Does that sound? Yeah, I mean, just, okay, so fuck the name of whatever this thing was called, but I remember during those times, uh, that was a big part of uh, Ron Paul's platform, you know. What What was big part? Just how this is super unconstitutional, oh, like yeah, yeah, how yeah. the government is infringing on our privacy. And there's a small, you know, the people who supported Ron Paul were aware of this and they were trying to change this by voting in somebody like Ron Paul, who's, it's kind of like today, we're trying to change mm-hmm. things by trying to vote in somebody like Andrew Yang. Yeah. Because you know, we're like a small port, uh, portion of the population who's aware of this stuff and like it's a small voice i think like the mass majority they don't know why ubi is is important and i totally agree with that it's super hard to like educate them and that's true it's just like this it's super hard back then this is a huge issue like today people are complaining about it yeah but they could have done something about this 10 years ago yeah and voted in the right guy ron paul you know who's who wants to end the fed yeah he wants to end all this like privacy breach you know he he understands the constitution and like how like the government is going too far like every step yeah especially with the fed everything yeah so but we don't do it that's that's the problem to the common folk you know we we talk about this eavesdropping from the government their their automatic response is well i don't really have anything to hide it's true i said well okay then give me your email your passwords and your bank account information you have nothing to hide yeah and they would never give that up right no it's because they don't understand like this affects everybody yeah and you know this is important but again it's hard to educate people on this Mm -hmm. they have to be like intrinsically interested otherwise it's you know they got other issues to take care of and understand like like i said the why the constitution was made in the first place a lot of people aren't even understand they don't understand like our country's history yeah you know what i mean yeah a lot of people in fact i'd say like a large portion of our country doesn't even want the constitution anymore they think it's an outdated document to me it seems weird that we're we're following these like outdated documents i but think we it has to be like ratified and updated like on Which, a decade basis yeah i think yeah you can do that and there's amendments uh you know there's yeah there's something yeah, you can amend the it. constitution that allows for that the problem is our government is so like fucking traditional no our government's like they are so so, uh, so divided and like yeah. if anyone tries to change anything the other side just always axes it yeah it's you like the I whole mean? impeachment thing right now yeah. is like the democrats are all for it but the, the republicans are not yeah so probably we'll regardless nowhere yeah, regardless of actually, if Trump actually did something, you know, impeachment worthy, they just don't care. You know what I watched today? Uh, the O.J. Simpson uh, Netflix thing. Have you seen that yet? No, I haven't. You got to watch that. It's good? It's fucking amazingly good. It just came out or what? It came out like three years ago, I think, 2016. Oh, it's the People versus O.J. Simpson. You know the case, right? Yeah, yeah. You know what went down. It yeah. was like in 95. It was like a textbook, obvious, like, double murder case. Like, if it wasn't a rich dude, famous dude, he would have 100% got convicted. But because of his status in society and he hired the dream team of lawyers and stuff like that, they turned the case into, like, a a total race Well, the prosecution screwed up for picking the jury. That's true. Right? That's that's in the... It's their fault. They picked... They thought... I think... They thought, like, uh, black women would sympathize more with, like, the victims. I guess because maybe they're, like proportionally higher risk of being abused in like relationships. Yeah. yeah. So she picked the the <coughs> yeah, prosecution I think chose mostly black women and it totally backfired. Yeah. <laughs> Cuz if you look at the jury it's like 80% black people, right? And yeah. then the the defense turned it into the whole like LA police department is racist as fuck and they had a lot of evidence to support that. Yeah. So yeah, naturally sure. all of the black people were like, "You know what?" We're going to let them go. You know what? Fuck yeah. We're going to get away with this one, yeah, motherfuckers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Because they, they pretty much identified like with yeah. OJ. Like, even though all the evidence was, they had DNA evidence, yeah. like concrete. Like, in today's court, there's no way you're getting away with that because yeah. your DNA was all over the place. His own house, like, yeah. Yeah. their blood. But, and that was like the very first case where like DNA evidence was actually used. You know oh, really? I mean? Yeah. So people, they had to try their best to educate the jury on what DNA <laughs> meant. It was hilarious. <laughs> they had like fucking. Oh, like shit. posters of the molecule, you know, nobody's gonna fucking understand that. Yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. A T C and G. It's like this is adenine. Like this yeah. is thymine. It's like, dude, that's going over everybody's head. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? So, but I think now people get it more because like CSI and shit, like yeah, TV yeah. shows, <laughs> fucking house. Yeah, you know what I mean. I used to watch CSI all the time. It was great. Yeah, 
And, but that helped. Now people are, un- and everyone's taking 23andMe tests and yeah. stuff. Everyone yeah. knows what DNA is now, and they understand yeah. the importance of it. Absolutely. Yeah. No, I'll definitely watch it. Um, but my point is, it's like, dude, the people, man. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you know, I, uh, so Eric Voorhees, the guy who, uh, who's the CEO of Shapeshift. Yeah. He's been talking a lot about UBI. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, well, not saying good things about it. Yeah. And and I understand like just giving money, giving free money to people, mm-hmm. it doesn't sound like a good idea. Yeah. Like it really doesn't. Yeah. Uh, but when you take a look at the environment, automation, jobs, losses due to automation, I don't see another alternative. And so that's that's what I've been trying to like explain, you know, in my I guess replies. The, the biggest you know reason to be a skeptic is they just don't believe automation is gonna. Wipe yeah, out the workforce. One of his arguments was that automation is going to make things cheaper. It's like, well, that's good. However, yeah. if things are really cheap, but nobody has a job, what difference does it make? Yeah. Well, the you know, people are speculating that the way our value system works will shift, you know, d- different ways to earn money instead of going to nine to five workplaces. I don't know. Like you brought up something today called, what's it called? Twitch. Twitch. <laughs> <laughs> fucking twitch so there's 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 like a wave out there of like projects they're, they're you know voice eos is voice uh steam it there's there's people are thinking along these same lines and they're thinking like there's gotta be a way for people to generate revenue from their own content yeah this is a perfect example of that it says so i'm on their site twitch.app so take back your data it says sign up now for the only social media that lets you own your data and profit from your content yeah See, this is like probably what's going to people are just going to make money like f- based on their likes off of social media, mm-hmm. their social media presence, which is terrible for me because I hate being online, like on social media. Really? I hate it, dude, with a passion. I've hated it for so long. Like, I don't use Facebook. I don't use Instagram. I don't care about people's opinions. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's like a cesspool when I look at that shit. But it's starting to seem like dude, if you're not in that world, it's almost like you don't even exist. In a way, that's true. I I kind of feel it. I I used I felt the same way. I hate Facebook. I I really hate Instagram. Instagram yeah. is like a a wasteland of <laughs> of like. There's is, nothing is it, going on isn't on Instagram. It's just like it's just like booty pics and like. For, yeah, well, there it, there like is rich dudes flexing. Like check out my car. Like and then all the pictures are fake. They're all edited. Yeah, yeah. And then if you look at if if your entire like existence was looking through the feed on Instagram. Like you feel like shit, and you know what? I it blew my mind because I went to court the other day, uh, and there's tons of people there, and I was just like, you know, observing. This is what I do when and I'm the, in public. Yeah, and I'm looking at people. They're just scrolling through Instagram for like an hour straight. Yeah, like they're just scrolling, looking at like like a girl's hair. You know, like she she's just like a little short video of her. Like you know, look at my hair color. <laughs> <laughs> and then the next one's like, look at my fingernails. Yeah, and then yeah. the next one's like just some bullshit, and they're do it, and they're hooked. I, I don't get it, dude. Nonstop. I I mean, I look at Instagram and it's like, dude, this is just terrible waste of time. Yeah. Like, it's it's horrific waste of time. There's yeah. there's nothing that you can gain from Instagram, at least that I've seen. Unless you, like, filter it. Like, I remember when I first got into crypto, the first thing I did is I deleted everything off of my yeah. YouTube. Everything I was subscribed to, I deleted everything because it was a bunch of junk. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Bullshit that I was subscribed to. And I only sub to like crypto related channels. Yeah. Just kind of like filter my, yeah, yeah, yeah. my, my, you know, what's coming into my brain. Yeah. And it totally worked. Like everything I, every time I open YouTube is nothing but crypto and it totally worked. Yeah. But no, pe- I mean, there's some, there's some reasons like to use Instagram. Like if you're looking for logo inspirations, you're looking for design inspirations, yeah. like for a website, for anything yeah. like design related, architecture, anything like that, that's probably a really good place. Yeah. But, I mean, I feel like Instagram has very, very limited use. Very limited. Yeah. But it's the, the, the problem with that is that it's so addictive. People will scroll and scroll until yeah. until they just, like, their brain has just shut down. I have the same problem, like I said, with YouTube, dude. I'm on that shit all the fucking time, dude. Yeah, like, but eventually you run out of stuff to watch, right? Dude, the most part. I've gotten to the point where it's like... I remember, like, I used to do the same thing with the TV remote. Like, yeah, I was yeah. just switching through, like, 300 channels. I never <laughs> find something I want to watch. I'm yeah. just, I spent, like, an hour just, you know, click, 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 next, next, next. Doing the same thing on YouTube. Like, swipe, swipe, swipe. Like, nothing I really give a shit about. But I'm yeah. still hooked and I'm still looking. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. But, like, I see everything. It's like, dude, like, I feel like I've seen it all. Like, what the hell am I doing here? Yeah. You know what I mean? It's weird. It's, a, it's playing into the psychological crock part of our mind. 
Yeah. It's like we're drawn to this stuff. Yeah, because, like, we we have so much. The biggest problem with me is I need to, like, occupy my time more with, like, something meaningful. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Whenever it was crypto, like, when crypto was hot and fiery. Well, yeah. <laughs> I mean, shit, well, you're making every, money. Every hour. Yeah, exactly. Every hour of my day was, like, I'm spending looking at these charts. I'm, like, on forums reading people's opinions. Yeah. There's never something, like, I, I felt like I didn't have enough time. Like, I needed to keep doing more. Yeah. But uh, during this winter, it's like, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> like, the content is dead. You yeah. know, the charts are dead. Yeah, I mean, a lot of the crypto YouTubers stopped Yeah, even they uploading. recognize it because, like, nobody's watching anymore. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. So I'm back to reality, and reality's garbage, most yeah. of it. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? So, yeah. But so I'm still looking, though. I'm always just, like, looking looking for that next thing. Yeah. But it's, uh, it's a never-ending battle. I don't, I don't know. I think oh, we're, Twitch. We're yeah. talking about Twitch. So yeah, so regardless of how I think of things, like, this is just me. This is going to be, a, a, like, another form of a revenue stream for people. Well, what I'm saying is, like, I don't like social media, but I obviously don't matter because this shit is just keeps growing and growing and growing. More and more people are getting hooked on it. So, yeah, in the future, like you said, if there's not enough jobs. Yeah. But things probably will get cheaper. Like, I, that's what I said. Whenever these Uber taxis become a thing and there's Ubers everywhere, Nobody's driving anymore. It gets like the market is saturated, which is robot taxis. I feel like the service is going to cost nothing. It's going to become like a part of us, like almost like breathing is. Well, so like it'll expected. be part of the infrastructure. It'll be like, like a, as ubiquitous as a street. Yeah. Like it's just part of our society, I guess. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. Maybe we'll pay taxes, like <laughs> we'll pay, pay Tesla taxes to, to Tesla or something. They yeah. Were, just you know? to support transportation. Because so they could build out the infrastructure better. Yeah. You know, every road is like a smart road. Maybe I'm pretty sure Elon will do that. Yeah. Like instead of these like crappy concrete roads, he has like a smart road. But uh humans still have have to have some kind of meaning in their life. They gotta figure out what, what to do. Yeah, that's and that's what I'm saying. And and not it's not to say that, you know, today where a lot of people are working, that doesn't mean just because you have a job you you found meaning in your life. Yeah. Right. So I think even today, right now, we're struggling with that, you know, answering that question. You know, it's crazy. Like, I think about it. Like, I, I went to Mexico, like, not too long ago. And, like, as funny as this sounds, <laughs> it was, like, a small border town. There's obviously not much, like, economic activity going on there. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. So, I, I everyone Except people selling, like, little chicklets. Exactly. <laughs> I drive around all the neighborhoods. There's, like, everyone's turned their own house into, like, they got clothes oh, yeah. in the front yard. Yeah, and, like, yeah. a sign, like, you know, Vende. Like, I'm selling clothes. Yeah. The guy next door, he's selling tacos. Yeah. The guy next door to him, he's selling, like, like purses. Like, yeah, like, black market shit. Yeah. The guy <laughs> next door to him selling, like, waters, like, you know, Mexican yeah. aguas. Yeah, yeah. It, they have like a a barter economy, economy essentially. Yeah, so, they do. They do. Which is nothing like what it goes on here, you know. Yeah, but I don't know how sustainable that is for like a bigger, <sighs> bigger ecosystem. I don't, I don't know. Like we'll be selling each other shit. It, it, our opinions will have value. Well, right. that's, that's, that's what Twitch and yeah. Voice from EOS. Mm -hmm. Shit, we're still waiting for that like beta invite. Yes. <laughs> like what what happened to these guys? You would think like with that billions. Yeah, like it's not like you would think they would already have like some kind of alpha that they can p let people touch. Yeah, like a campaign already ready to roll out, like get yeah. people like excited. At least in the crypto community, not even that. I'm sure there's some technical difficulties with using blockchains oh. for <laughs> a Twitter-like <laughs> app. Dude, yeah, EOS itself is like in a technical rut. Like people, I I sometimes venture on their forums and it's just nonstop people talking about the you know the. Uh, Blockchain collusion with the Chinese, like you know, they, yeah. they just they all colluded together. Yeah, which exactly what Vitalik forecasted was going to happen. <laughs> yeah. You're going to have these crypto cartels, like you know, form these groups and they're going to control the network, and that's yeah. exactly what happened. Damn. So they have their own governance issues and <clears throat> transaction. Apparently, like their transaction, like is completely congested somehow. I don't know. I, I'm not too in depth on it, but mm. you're well, right. remember what it is. remember that site that you showed me where activity. Yeah, there we go. Yeah, let's check it out. Let's see what's going on these days. If see if the people on the forums are correct, uh, like if they're bitching properly, then then EOS should be like in the red. If yeah. it's truly congested, like they're claiming, which I doubt. I doubt let's it. See. Let's see. That's not the right site. I think it's by blocktivity.io. All right, let's just Google it. That's not it either. Oh, oh dot Shh. dot info. The hell? All right, blocktivity.info, and we got EOS. Oh, one. But I mean, it's going up. Yeah. I remember when it was in the green, like not like a few months ago. 
Tron. So we got number one at EOS. Number two is Tron. They probably didn't have nearly that much activity, though. Yeah, Tron Green. Uh, Kin. Have you heard of Kin? <sighs> I've heard of it, but I can't give any like insight. <laughs> Steam is number four. Five is ETH. No, I mean, I looked up Kin, but I couldn't really find anything. Okay. Nothing interesting. <sighs> Um, but yeah, see, it's not in the red. Like these people made it seem like it's it's over. <laughs> yeah, I mean, even if it was in the red, I'm sure they'd figure it out. Well, the way to th- figure it out, I guess, is to I, I don't understand horizontal scaling, but that's what Dan Lemmer always said. Like mm. if, if it gets to the point where the network gets too congested, it could just scale itself. I don't know. I mean, I would assume like does that mean like the block producers they just create more nodes, right? Yeah, I don't know. I'm well, not I mean, savvy. <laughs> I'm looking at all these, so it goes from top number one all the way through 34. Mm-hmm. Everything is in the green except for Bitcoin, which is full on red, meaning it's it's capped out. Yeah, Ethereum is like halfway capped out between yellow and orange, and um, that's pretty much it. And then EOS is between yellow and orange. Yeah, and like I said when we first started this podcast, I was like, dude, if if you're gonna value a blockchain, it should be on its like activity and usage, right? I would think so. I would think so. Yeah. But that's obviously not how we value things in this, in our crypto world. Yeah. Yeah. You know. 100, $159 billion worth for Bitcoin and $3.3 billion for EOS. <laughs> yeah. So, like, Bitcoin is, like, at its maximum capacity. But, you know. So, I think we value things based on, I guess, faith. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean. As unscientific as that sounds, <laughs> it's like we have faith in the Bitcoin protocol because it's been like here the longest you know, we, we've amassed a large religious cultish following bigger than anything else. Yeah, it has a network you know effect. I that, mean, that's one of the, pretty much what I'm, the network is I'm, I'm calling a cult because they're that yeah, yeah, extreme. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Bitcoin maximalists, you know, like everything else is trash. Right. Even though they can't like fix their own scaling issues. Right, right, right. Hmm. But I mean, I get it. You know, as of right now, Bitcoin, you're not supposed to be spending it. You're supposed to be buying it and hodling it. Yeah, that's for sure. <laughs> that's what everyone's preaching. That's for That's sure. That's the gospel of Bitcoin. That's like one of the Ten Commandments. And yeah. Dude, we need to make a video. Like the Ten Commandments of Bitcoin. <laughs> <laughs> Buy and hold. <laughs> it's like first thou, commandment. thou shall not spend. <laughs> she had Satoshi Vision, $2.4 billion. Give me a fucking break. Yeah, man. See, and this is partly the reason why like, we're still uh, in a bear market, I feel like. Because, like, in 2017, whenever everyone knew a bear market was coming, like, when the bubble was going to pop, but it's, like, and everyone was saying, like, it's supposed to weed out the shit coins, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. Like, they, they cease to exist, just like the dot-com bubble did. It, like, it weeded out the the bullshit companies, Yeah, you know? Yeah. The ones that survived are the ones that ended up running the world, essentially, you know, using the technology that they all developed for, like, good purpose. Right, right. Good companies, all that stuff, so. Obviously, it hasn't done that. Everything's pretty much still hanging around. <laughs> yeah, I mean, everything pretty much looks the same. Yeah, I don't. I don't see besides Kin. I think that's a newcomer in like the top three here. But yeah, nothing really jumps out at me. This is per second, right? Or or that's twenty four hour transaction volume. What's the activity say? Average seven day activity. Twenty four hour. Twenty four hour. Yeah. See five fifty four million in EOS. Fifty four million, and then Bitcoin. Four hundred ninety-one thousand. Yeah, right. What's going on in EOS then? Is what I'm wondering. Like, we need to investigate this. I think it's the way it's designed. It's like inherently going to have a lot of activity. By who though? Who's using this? Just, I think interacting with their apps just automatically. Like how? That's what I'm saying. How many apps are out there and functioning right now? It's got to be a shit ton. Yeah. What's Ethereum at? Seven hundred, dude. Smoking Ethereum's activity. And yeah, we know, so like, there's tons of projects working on Ethereum, right? DeFi. So this column is number of operation on the blockchain during the last 24 hours. We're about in the table below. Oh, shit. Operations on the most active blockchains. <laughs> U.S. That's so Trumping crazy. everybody. That's market cap of the most active blockchain. So the market cap of EOS is tiny compared to Bitcoin. Yeah. But it has, like, the majority share, exactly. 80% of activity compared yeah. to everything else. So that that raises questions for me. Like, is EOS like such a healthy ecosystem that has so many like already established apps with like millions of users? Maybe not millions, but I don't know. More I'm users thinking, than Ethereum. I'm thinking a design. If you design an app, a decentralized app on EOS, 
just interacting with that app, you're interacting with the blockchain and therefore it counts as an operation. It's not the same when you're downloading MetaMask and you're interacting with Bitcoin. You're not really, when you're using MetaMask, you're not interacting with a blockchain. You're just using an app. Mm -hmm. And so I think inherently with EOS's design, it's like everything is like a blockchain operation, which to their credit can handle that, mm -hmm. right? That's not, that's not what I'm saying. But what I'm saying is any interaction is an operation. Mm. I'm sure there's a way to kind of look into EOS. I mean, we can look <laughs> it up here. There has to be, man. So like EOS adapts. Yeah, like the speculation from the the doubters, the haters, is like that EOS or who, who, somebody is just spamming the network with like just bullshit. You know. Well, here we go. So DAP rankings, crypto legends on EOS. Zero dollars. <laughs> no, oh well, no. that's an ad. Sorry, that was that was an ad. Oh. So the first one is EOS Dynasty. Oof. Two thousand dollar in volume. Two thousand users. Hmm. Hmm. Uh, there's. Quite a few. Can you sort it by money? Yeah, sort it by money. By yeah, volume? By volume, yeah. Damn, what the hell is that? Mudex? It's an exchange. It's an exchange. 4.1 Not even that volume. much money for an exchange. Mm -mm. But it's decentralized, so. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, like, how much trans... Okay. Uh, 982 users. Okay. So, take a look at this. So, this is the developer's EOS balance. 111,000 EOS. Mm -hmm. So when you own that much EOS, you get to you get to use the EOS network. True. Based on that amount. True. So this one has five hundred thousand. And the reason to do that is to uh, does that like increase your transaction speed? I'm I'm assuming it does, right? Like for your users, like the interactions um, occur quicker. That's a good question. I think you're by holding EOS as a DAP creator, you're essentially purchasing bandwidth, right? Correct. In the network, like more, it's like it's like bandwidth and CPU, I believe. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So the more EOS, the I guess seamless the gaming experience or whatever the app they created should be. Yeah. You know, that was the whole value proposition of the network back in the day when everyone was like creaming over it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like, of course, this shit's gonna be valuable because like you need it. Creators are forced to buy and hold this stuff. Yeah, you know? for sure. But I'm surprised they have like a hundred thousand versus number three has five hundred thousand. Yeah, and they have like a hundred and ten users. I'm sure this yeah. is like within the hour. I mean, within like twenty four hours. Um, uh, yeah, probably. But because well, they look, they have a hundred and seventy thousand transactions versus fifteen thousand. Seventy thousand transactions. And and let's take a look. What what the hell is this big game? It's gambling. So <laughs> is a transparent and provably fair casino games platform based on EOS. Okay, so let's go back to the other chart and sort by transactions. Let's see if we do like a rough like calculation here. Okay. So first yeah. one, hundred seventy thousand for say, a big let's game. Let's round it up. So that's two. That's also two. We're at four. Let's round that down. That we're at five. Round it up. We're at six. Six five seven. Okay, so like by the time you hit like the bottom of this page, we're pretty much at like one million, right? Yeah. It, dude, there's no way there's 54 million transactions going on from, like, these dApps. You know what I mean? Is that what it said? 54 million? 54 million, a 24-hour transaction. 54 million, dude. Well, it depends on wh what rate the transaction is. This is, like... I'm pretty sure, like you said, it's, it's transactions. 24 hours, right? Maybe but it's per second. Maybe. But then it would be, like, fucking... No way, dude. 170,000 <laughs> transactions per second? That's, like, Visa or something. Nobody's getting... There's no, no way Visa's to... Visa's not that high. Yeah, not even, right? Yeah. yeah. It says right there, 24 hours analytics. Or oh, okay. Show. Wait, what? Yeah, yeah, 24 hours. So here we go, dude, tinfoil hat time. Like, <laughs> <laughs> what do you think? Like, do you think that so, 54 million number is like an honest assessment of like Probably blockchain? not. Probably, probably not, right? not. I think transactions and operations are two different things. I don't know. Like, yeah, where's that number coming from? Yeah, this, we need to, we need some explanations here. You can't just say transactions. Like, what, what does that even mean? Like, transactions could be like cryptocurrency actually moving hands. Or transactions could be using an, uh, the DAP itself, like clicking on something. Yeah, I think it, it, I think it incorporates everything, or else they wouldn't have it listed as transactions, right? Like it's transactions on the on the blockchain network. I think I'm assuming, but it could I could be wrong because it has volume categorized as well, like in in US dollars. 170,000 transactions. Yeah. Yeah. Two DAPs, Dice and Lotto, have been launched, and more DAP. Dice and a lotto game are responsible for 170,000 transactions per 24 hours. Yeah, you think about it. And, and they only have like 900 users. There's no way like that's just money transactions. That's like a, a roll of the dice. You know what I mean? Is a, oh, transaction. Yeah, a transaction. Yeah. You know, it has to be. 
So this is not even, this is, what? what is this, Chinese? <laughs> yeah. Dude, Chinese love EOS. Like, every every month they release, like, a, a list of, like, top blockchains, and EOS has been number one for, like, 12 months straight. Like, <laughs> like they love the platform. You know what I mean? Well, of course, because they could fucking, they totally control it. <laughs> you know what I oh, mean? Oh, yeah, yeah. But, shit, man. Like, I hate, I don't know, man. Like I like I said, I'm a former EOS fanboy, and I still I, <laughs> former. <laughs> I'm not a fanboy anymore for sure. Like I, I have a more b- broad and open spectrum yeah. now. Like yeah. before, I was like I said, tunnel visioned on this thing. Yeah, <laughs> because I missed the Ethereum wave, I missed the Bitcoin wave. Like EOS was the next one, so I latched on to the tribe. You yeah, know, like they got me. They got me by the balls, dude. Right. right. <laughs> but now I'm like a free man again because they totally let me down. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like a, an ex-girlfriend type relationship, you know? Right. It's like love-hate. Like, no, I totally get it. I mean, that's why I was excited about voice only because, you know, it, it was the first, it, it was the first dap that had like, that's like, not a game that has like some actual application outside of like just the, the cyberpunks. Yeah, true. You know? It had, like, mass market appeal. Yeah, exactly. And who's to say it won't be successful? We just don't know yet. Yeah, we don't. I'm pulling for it. I mean, I want to I wanna use it. I mean, that's why I'm signing up for Twitch. Twitch? Yeah. yeah. Like, literally, like, the worst name that you can think of. Yeah, when you first told me that, I instantly thought I was a Twitch competitor. Yeah. Like, why would you, what does Twitch even mean? Like, Twitch has a meaning. Yeah, Twitch, yeah. But Twitch? <laughs> what the fuck is that? <laughs> Sounds like an illness. Yeah, dude. And then you said there's just like no team. Like they don't even disclose their team. I was like, red flag alert, dude. Yeah. <laughs> you should probably think about think uh Yeah, but it depends on like what, what information they're asking from me, right? So yeah. I mean if you have like nothing to lose and yeah, what's what's the point? Yeah. You can't get it's for it's for the science, dude. Yeah. Unless it's like, hey, you gotta stake your money in our wallet in order to like fucking yeah. you know in order to, to have like instant transactions is like use our lightning network. Yeah. You know, we need to uh, Use our wallet specifically designed for our platform. Yeah. I could see that. So, like, people will do it, too, and they're just going to be like, yoink. Yeah. And run away <laughs> with everyone's money. Yeah, there's a lot of a lot of legitimate, like, looking scams out there on Facebook. That, for what? Like, for, for example, Decentraland, they're giving away 50,000 mana. Oh, yeah. And uh, it's a Facebook page that looks legitimate. Mm-hmm. And there's a link that says market.decentraland. dot blah blah blah. Yeah, and it look it goes on like the the link goes on and on, right? Yeah. But if you click on it, it it asks you to to uh, to log into your MetaMask, and that's how they through take their your money portal. through their portal. Exactly. Jesus, that's crazy. So that's <clears throat> that's another thing people have to watch out for. That's is so that genius, though. It is genius. <laughs> like scammers are like, it's like brilliant. Oh, I just got to log into my MetaMask account. That's no yeah. big deal. Yeah, dude. I, even like uh, when I see Elon Musk tweets, there's always like a, a, a coffee cat yeah, Elon Musk account, <laughs> yeah. same profile pic, same name, same at. Like yeah. How they pull that off, I have no idea. It's so like I want to announce that I'm giving away like twenty thousand Ethereum or something yeah, like that. Exactly. And then to I'm, all my followers. And, and in order for them to do that, like after every tweet, like they must be catching people. There's oh, no for sure. Yeah. So like casting a huge net, and like for people sure. are falling for it. You know. It's which is <laughs> which sucks. You know, it's how funny. they can't like the way they that. do it is they, they post a picture with like the link, so you got to type it all out. But uh, the problem is, I I wanted I wanted to follow one of those links just to see if I can get like a public address, so I can see if people are actually sending them cryptocurrency. Oh yeah, but uh, I I didn't get that far just because they were asking for more information. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, dude, the the scamming community is live and well still out there. Yeah. You got to be fucking real careful. But we still, we haven't seen, we oh, haven't seen even, the, the yeah. wave yet. No, dude, once like all these noobs come back in, dude, yeah. oh, they're going to be like, it's like catching. And, no, and like we said before, they'll come in after we breach the 20,000 barrier. They'll what, come the back. noobs? Yeah, the noobs will come back. Or the fucking noobs? Oh, they will come. No, I don't, not, not, no. It's got, they're going to, no. Like 30,000? Oh, um... There was an there was an article speaking about like I Bitcoin's think once price. we get close to a hundred thousand, then like we'll see headlines like media like holy shit hundred because like we have again that psychological association oh, with ones and zeros. Yeah, like we don't care about twos <laughs> or like fives. <laughs> we care about one zero. Like ten thousand dollars was yeah. the headline for Bitcoin. Once people like it's like Bitcoin's getting close to ten thousand. The media printed that shit. Yeah, sold it to the masses, and then all of a sudden, it's like, damn, everyone's like, yeah, but that's what took Bitcoin from ten to twenty, right? Yeah. So yeah, those are the true normies. 
You know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> Those are the the people that didn't know a fucking thing. They didn't know what they were buying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were just buying into the hype because they literally all thought like they were gonna get rich. Right. You know. It's yeah, just I mean, greed. they were mortgaging it's, their houses, right? Yeah. There's plenty of people crazy. that did that. Yeah. So they did absolutely. I know people in my own life like just. There were doubters all the way. Like, I would be telling people, even my own family, like, hey, I'm doing this. I'm buying these crypto things. And like, oh, you're retarded. Yeah. <laughs> they didn't say that, but kind of like you're getting scammed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They thought. Yeah. You know, and then whenever they broke that that psychological 10,000 barrier, all of a sudden everyone's calling me like, dude, how do I get in this shit? Like, right, help right. me. I'm like, what do you mean help you? Like, I'm not. <laughs> it was like, I'll give. I was trying to help you when it was at a thousand dollars. I legit was. I was trying to tell them like, yeah, like look into this. Like it's not a scam, you know. Yeah, yeah. Actually, do some independent research and like come to your own conclusions. You know, that's the thing I've discovered is people don't know how to do that research. That's true. That's a big one. It's uh, it's that's a really big one. To me, it's like sort of intuitive. Like you just kind of read and search terms and like just go down the rabbit hole, but. I don't know. I, I that guess part's it's not, not the, uh, Yeah, that part's not the hard part. I think the hard part is the, having the motivation, like the like interest, being able to have your own independent thoughts in a way. Like yeah. Of the majority of people, just follow. Yeah. You know, follow what they're told by the news media. Follow. Well, it's like those anti-vaxxers. You know, it's like yeah. it's if if ninety-seven out of a hundred scientists say that vaccines do not cause autism. Yeah. The people that you know just believe in in those uh, anti-vaxxers. They'll just listen to the three scientists who say that it does cause autism. Exactly. And they just completely, like, just, dis, you know, disassociate themselves from, like, actual, like, evidence. Yeah, because I guess you're right. Like, it, it, then you got, then you have the burden of going to find yeah. it. Like, now you got to find credible sources and, like, yeah, yeah, if yeah. you're going to do legit medical research, you need to go to the source, which is, like, medical journals and scientific journals, yeah. published articles. Like, and that is, like, the driest, most boring it shit is. to read. No it one's going to read that. <clears throat> Unless you really want to, like, you know, distill it. No like, one does that. Yeah, I mean, you you have to do. Instead, they go to like a YouTube channel, like like a Vsauce or something like yeah. that. Like a dude who's he made his career on like dumbifying these things yeah. for the masses to, and then they they watch this stuff and all of a sudden they think they're woke. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's my biggest problem with that because yeah. it's like it's it's almost like it's like summarized topics and ideas and stuff with like without any of the actual knowledge or mm-hmm. like and it's like disseminated to the masses and all of a sudden people like they have and then we have social media for people to voice their opinions yeah yeah based on like the garbage knowledge they have yeah. from like you know what i mean i don't know man i have a lot of big opinions about that yeah it's terrible i mean how do you fix that well you i guess you can't no and it's going to be a problem like we said with like deep fakes and stuff like that people mm. are already like rely on you know, and I mean, online. that's that was the whole point of having electorate, right? Yeah, we See, were, we're, we're supposed back, to have yeah. knowledgeable people kind yeah. of like making these helping people make the right decisions, exactly. And yeah, once you watch that OJ Simpson thing, you're gonna have that same thought I had. It's like, dude, maybe our justice system is like retarded, <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Like, the fact that we rely on like a, a, a selection of normal people, everyday people, to determine like life and death scenarios for people. These are like complex cases and stuff. And in the case of the OJ Simpson trial, it was literally like was they they put him, yeah they put him in a room and they only took him like a couple hours to deliberate and come to a verdict. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. Everyone was like, "What the fuck?" Like, it was like an eighth month case or something like that. It only took him a couple hours to go through the evidence. Like, all right, <laughs> he's not guilty. You yeah. Know? yeah. <laughs> and then, and like literally, like the black people all put not guilty, and like the two white people in the room were like, "He's guilty." Yeah, yeah. So it was like, well, they saw, they had to convince it the white people, right? I I don't. They had is that to. How it works? Yeah, you it has need to be unanimous. Consensus? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I guess they probably just put the pressure on them, like you fucking need white fucks, you know? Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's I'm, two I'm, versus like ten, I guess. I think I'm it's pretty th- confident is has to be unanimous. Like, yeah, like all without the a jurors, doubt, right? they have to. Yeah, because sometimes jurors they take months to deliberate, right? Yeah. They have to convince each other to yeah. vote one or the other. It's true. So it's it's not like um, majority. Yeah, it can't be majority, right? Because like that's such a it, it's sensitive so, yeah. decision. Yeah. Like it's got to be hundred percent without a reasonable doubt. Yeah, that's 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 the terminology they use, and, and that's why it's so like solid. Like when a case gets decided upon, mm-hmm. sometimes it it's being used as um what's the word that they use for cases as like a reference case, like precedent, a, pre- a precedence. Yeah. And because they had 12 jurors decide one way or another on this particular case, it's being used for, yeah. you know, future cases. True. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, obviously, I I, I just, 
I have no propositions for anything better than what we have. Oh, yeah, yeah, of That's course. That's the problem. That's the thing is, like, I like to come up with, like, solutions with something, anything that I, like, criticize. That you see a hole in, right? Yeah. Like, there's definitely a hole. There's a hole in, like like you said, our electorate yeah. process. Like, do, should we really rely well, on, like, Well, there's a hole, but it's it's a very easy hole to plug, right? If you remove the money from from the equation you'll start electing people who know what they're talking about. Yeah. Because right now, they're being coerced by people with more money. I mean, it's really that simple. Yeah, I almost I almost feel like there's a flaw in the whole, like, everyone has equal vote in politics, you know? Wait, I feel what, like... Like, what do you mean? Like I, like I said, I proposed an idea on the podcast before, like, there, there could, in an in a alternate dimension or something, where people's votes are weighed on their like participation within like the political system, like mm. if you if the government puts forth kind of like syndicated, they put forth I questions. See. I see. Yeah, the government can put forth like policies. And yeah, because it's clear who are the people are participating who are knowledgeable about what they're talking exactly. about. Exactly. So if you spend your time answering policy questions, you can get like a cryptocurrency reward. Yeah. And then whenever election time comes around, your vote is weighted it's, higher. Yeah. Which makes logical sense. That's then true. you have like intelligent, well-informed people. Making, yeah, better decisions instead and of people it's who backed by blockchain. And yeah, it's all it's you, all legit. Yeah, and it's like that way you don't have people who are literally just fuck off for four years and all of yeah, a sudden yeah. they're voting for like the most important shit in our lives. You know yeah. how our governments ran. I feel like a lot of people voted for tr- or they're going to vote for Trump just to like just to piss off just, the left. Just to piss <laughs> off, yeah. Yeah, there's definitely that because like politics is straight like tribalism now. Yeah. Like, you just hate the other side so much. It's like you want to see them cry, dude. You know what I mean? Because that's literally what they're going to do. If Trump wins again, they're going to cry. And and <laughs> this is going to be cheers and, like... Yeah, the Republicans are going to be like, yeah, fuck you. And it's just to win. Like, it's not necessarily, like, a better path for humanity, right? Yeah. It's well, just like, to win. Trump hardly had any, like, policy proposals while he was running. It was mostly, like, <laughs> calling out the corruption of the Clintons and stuff like that. Yeah. And, like, defaming character. Right, right. But that <laughs> shit works, man. That's that's that juicy stuff. Like, it's drama. See, I, I can't wait for a uh, Trump versus Yang debate because it, see, Yang will not I, fall into that stuff. And he, I think he's, like... He's a uh, smearless. Like you can't yeah. smear him. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think he's got anything in his past you can really talk about. Yeah. Like smear him. You know the Clintons were filled with dirt. Yeah, yeah. including this <laughs> Epstein shit. Like, did you see that ABC commentator who? No, no. Like a leak. Oh yeah, yeah. I saw that. I saw that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Her like she was talking to her producer and yeah. she was talking about the Clinton. She's like, we got Clinton. Like yeah, all this three years ago, like they had all that the information. Election. Yeah, during the election. That's right. And ABC is like liberal platform, so of course they're gonna be like, no, 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 no. We don't want no dirt on the Clintons during this time. Like we're trying to win an election here. Yeah, you yeah, know? yeah. Of course we're gonna take this off the, the shelf. You know, like if they would have ran that story, dude. Oh, Trump would have won in a landslide. Oh, well, he just would have used it like to his like that would have been like the fattest nugget for Trump. Yeah. <laughs> like it would have been so over. Like you know. That's so true, man. Yeah, that's the way politics works. Yeah, you control they control the media, like Dang. like I said. So yeah, w- there's a flaw in our system. I think like we're not equal. Yeah, no, <laughs> you know for what sure. I mean? Yeah, I mean the more money you have, the more influence you have. Exactly. That's the system that we set the up. System uh, we what have do right you now. Expect? Yeah, yeah. The influence is in the the money. Yeah, and then it should be like that's why one of uh, yeah he proposes a a hundred dollar. Uh, democracy dollars freedom dollars or democracy it's democracy dollars something like that i don't know what he means by that uh, so uh, it's essentially you get a hundred dollars every single year and you can you can spend that hundred dollars on any candidate you want for any reason for so that's supposed to outweigh any like company dollars eight to one so like say for example you have um Let's say you're running for president. But like this these dollars, they're not actually dollars. No, they're real dollars. They're but they're they're in the form of a coupon. You get a hundred dollars in a coupon to spend on any candidate that you want. Okay. And so once you submit that coupon for a particular candidate, they actually receive a hundred dollars worth. Oh, they do? Yeah. Okay. So they can spend, so they can it, on spend it on ads, ads or whatever. whatever. And uh, but you don't get you don't get to see the hundred dollars, right? So that's sort of the point. But the but the, the the value in doing this is that you start outweighing the power of the companies because companies they spend like twenty thirty thousand dollars on you to sway one way or More another than that like twenty thirty million or something like that well it depends Collect, collectively like a bank. yeah let's talk about banks banks are usually yeah major culprits in elections are usually like it's banks yeah you know banking infrastructure 
Like, but if you get 20 million people voting for a guy who's going against the banks. 20 million, and to say they use like 20 bucks. For yeah, just say $100. The whole thing, the whole shit. The whole, whole thing, yeah. That's like what, like $2 billion or something like that? It's a lot of money. Yeah. Shit, there's that's a, a lot of there's money. There's not a lot of companies that are going to fork out that kind of money to compete. Yeah. I guess. I guess that's the point. Like, it gives people the power to compete with like big corporations. Like, right. On a money field, you know? And that helps. But I don't think that that still doesn't solve what I'm talking about. Like, we corruption with dollars. I mean, that, that would solve it. I mean, no, it doesn't solve the fact that the people have to be educated. Yeah. Right. So yeah. that, that's, that's still a problem. <laughs> it's still a major problem. <laughs> like, that, yeah. But I guess the idea is because we have such a large pool of people that like it should weigh itself out like the you know the lower tier of uninformed people. But it's not, I don't think that's true. Guys, I think I think the large majority of people are just as uninformed. Yeah, I think what we're gonna see is that people are gonna have this hundred dollars in their account, which they can't touch, of course. But they're not gonna spend it on anybody. Yeah, because essentially it's like they're still just they're still uninformed. So instead of using their uninformed opinions to vote for people, they're using their uninformed opinions to give people money. Money, right? Which is the same problem. Yeah, you're probably just, potentially worse. Yeah, you know, worse. You're you're, you're <laughs> uplifting like the the worst candidate. Yeah, giving them more money to like spread their bullshit message around. You yeah, know what I mean? it just goes back to uh, Trump. He raised like a hundred fifty million dollars based off people. Yeah. I think it was four hundred million. Yeah, something like that. A lot of money, and he and, said he didn't. And use like the four. average was like thirty dollars or some shit. Yeah, exactly. I mean, Imagine you give everybody the opportunity to like hundred x their contribution or whatever. Yeah, 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 yeah. All of a sudden, he's like, I don't know, buying everybody gold Lambos or something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? I don't know what he's gonna do with all that money, but yeah, she might even pocket some of it. Who knows? That might not be a good solution. Yeah, the only comfort that I have is that even you, even though you raise that much money, that doesn't necessarily mean you're going to win. It's true. Like Clinton raised seven hundred million. Yeah, mostly from corp, you know, the big banks. Yeah, they gave her their money. Yeah, and she still lost, which is good. That's uh, why I, was, I wonder I was what happens to the balance. Like you have seven hundred million dollars throughout your campaign like run. Mm -hmm. I'm assuming you didn't spend all of it. Like what happens to the balance? <laughs> like what's left? Yeah, that's a good question. Yeah, what do they do? They obviously don't give people their money back. No, they don't. I mean, they probably just pay off pay their taxes. campaign. They pay their campaign, you know. Pay taxes on it and, like, keep it. Yeah, it's, it's just bookkeeping, bookkeeping shit at the end of the campaign yeah. at that point. Like, how are they going to dispense it to, like, their... Yeah, that's just something I'm curious about, yeah. just, just to know. It has no influence on, like, politics. Anymore. Yeah. But, yeah, dude, the problem is the people <laughs> with everything. When it comes to crypto, when it comes to... Yeah. Politics, you know, it's it's a problem, man. And I don't see it getting any better. Yeah, I agree. Unfortunately. But you know what? There's a hunger for this stuff. That's why Neil deGrasse Tyson's out there, right? He's got so many followers and YouTube channel, all that. And he yeah. got Vsauce and and yeah. all these like, like science I, I, channels. I semi trashed him just now, but I, I I like the the purpose behind it. Like they're they're trying to educate. Yeah, yeah. Like I said, they're dumbifying educate like complex topics with for entertainment. Exactly. It's like infotainment. In yeah. Which is helpful, but like I said, people, they they take in all this shit, and like I said, all of a sudden they feel like they're woke. Yeah. Like they, they're smarter than the others, and they their opinion's way more than others, and then they put that online, and it just creates a toxic environment, toxic culture in a way. Yeah, and all of a sudden you become, you feel superior. Yeah. When people don't understand, like, how the, some of this stuff, like, Climate change works. Exactly. All of a sudden, when somebody's teaching you about how it works, you feel dumb. Yeah, they create they create a sensational video and like they show all these like polar bears like drowning yeah. and shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and you watch this stuff and then all of a sudden you feel like you have some you're connected to like a, yeah. a higher stratosphere of thinking. Yeah. So then you look down on other people and then you create division amongst yeah. the people. Like you guys are dumb and I'm not. In reality, we're all fucking stupid. You know yeah, what I mean? did you see that video of those polar bears looking in that dumpster? <laughs> no. Yeah, there's like two polar bears looking into into a dumpster. Hey, like, does it? Look, <laughs> does looking for food. Yeah, I mean, think about like the well, that, dichotomy, that, like yeah, the true. juxtaposition of seeing something like that. Where's that a dumpster where polar bears are? I don't know. Like but, polar bears, I think like uh, just some, we'll, like, we'll find it to the like, North Pole. Fast, watch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I guess that's the big alarming thing, right? Like, they, they don't have food in their native habitat. Maybe they're migrating out or something to, like, where humans live. Because polar bears are, like, notoriously aggressive creatures, dude. Like, they'll fuck you up if they see you. Yeah. <laughs> like, there's no... They won't hesitate. Like, they'll come after you and eat you. Do we have... Uh, 
Wait, this is this is an old video. You can just tell, right? But like the graininess of it. Yeah. This is the one you're talking. I I don't see any downstairs, dude. <laughs> Dang, this is old. What the? <laughs> this is definitely not it. Have you seen the one at the Beluga Well playing catch? <laughs> yeah, I saw that. That was crazy. <laughs> that was pretty cool. Yeah. I think that video. See, like that video, people are going to see that. It's going to spark a lot of new vegans. <laughs> it's like, how can we be eating animals? It's like they're so smart and cool. And look, they're just like my dog. Even though nobody's eating beluga whales, I hope. Unless yeah. you're like a fucking, <laughs> fucking billionaire. They probably are. Yeah. Like beluga whales on the menu, boys. Yeah, see? Here we go. Exactly what I'm talking about. Dude, I, I'm telling you, man. I saw one of these, like, videos. I think it was on Twitter or something. Dude, that thing is emaciated as fuck. Yeah, for sure. And, um, and like, <laughs> it just goes into a dumpster, like, looking for food. Yeah. But, like, yeah. I was just talking about, like, the kind of the, the idea that like, you have, like, this huge wildlife, like, just looking into a dumpster. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the the message behind the video is, like, because we're destroying its environment, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's forced to, like, forage like, for food instead of, like, naturally, Like, you, know. you couldn't, like, if you could write something, like, it would be that. Like, a polar bear, like, <laughs> looking into a dumpster. To, to, to send that message out? To send that message out, yeah. Yeah, for sure. Which is, like, see, I don't know, man. It's, it's but, like, but, I mean... But those those science videos are entertaining and no, they're good. They're I don't think they're bad for humanity in any way. You know, because the alternative is these people don't create that, and then people like they're not going to seek that knowledge out on their own, right? No, and won't. I totally agree. And then if some if you're like trying to argue like the the Earth is round with a flat <laughs> Earther, and you send them a bunch of like science videos about how the Earth is round, mm-hmm. they just won't watch it. It's true. It's because they're they're in a tribe and they're going to fight for the tribe, and that's it. Yeah. Yeah. And Same thing goes with like Andrew Yang. You, you talk about like a thousand dollars for every adult American. Mm-hmm. It's like they don't even want to do the research because people who hear that for the first time, they'll be like, yeah, that sounds like bullshit. Yeah, of course. You know, like me, I, I'm still not 100% sold on how we're going to be able to. Yeah, it's a little weird. Economically afford such a thing. <laughs> you know what I mean? But then but, I go back to like the four trillion dollar bailout for the banks. Yeah. Like where did the money come from for that? From us, the government. Right. Or and then, did, mean, not, did you feel no any? Taxes? Right, but did you feel any um, any inflation from that? Yeah, I mean, I was like a high school kid. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I wish I was like, yeah, I I didn't feel anything honestly because I wasn't old enough to feel it. And like around me, I like f- definitely hurt my family for sure. And like the, like I said, all the houses around me were like up for sale. Oh right. I mean, for sure, they did damage to us like economically. But I feel like Houston, the city we live in, is. It's more resistant to shit like that. It's pretty resilient. Just yeah. because our houses are not like... It's like uber average, expensive. Yeah, average two and a half million dollars. Yeah. There's not that. And yeah. like our, our economy is probably more stable because like we have like ridiculous industry out here. We got like medical. Yeah. We got oil and gas like... Infrastructure companies. We got construction up the anus. <laughs> <laughs> we got everything out here, dude. That's why there's like a flood of people moving over here. Yeah. You know, they're moving from like California where there is literally... The only industry is tech, and yeah. like, and, and then that shit is like ruined the housing economy over there. Yeah, for sure. So like, the average folk who's not a tech geek, you know, they're fucked. Like, either they're working at McDonald's and making minimum wage. Yeah, they're living like five people to a, an apartment, or they're on the streets. Literally, it's like a homeless epidemic there. Yeah, the average home is like seven hundred thousand dollars. <laughs> Stupid. Or more, than, more that. than that. Yeah. My <laughs> uncle lives in San Diego, and he's got like. Like over here, you would think it's like a, a normal one story house. Like it would probably cost like a hundred and sixty thousand dollars for a house like that here mm-hmm. in my neighborhood. He spent like I think like one point two million or something <laughs> for that fucking house. Yeah. I don't even know how you can afford something like that. Well, he works for so they they pay you more if you if you work yeah. there. Yeah. He works for like a computer company, but it seems like it's counter. Not, it's not like he's living this lavish life. He's making like a probably like a two hundred thousand dollar income or something. Yeah. But he's still living like what a, a minimum wage worker here would be able to do. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's crazy. But he gets the, I guess, I guess the added luxury of living in next to the coast or something. Yeah, California. The yeah. weather's beautiful. But I'm not paying a million dollars for that. <laughs> Fuck that, dude. Just put on a coat or like, put on you know, fucking crank your AC up. It's like not that big of a deal, the weather. Yeah, that's, that's hilarious. I don't know, man. Have well, you been to California? Yeah, several times. Yeah. I like it. Yeah, I get, I get it. I get the, 
like the lust. Yeah, the the whole reason of wanting to be there. <laughs> yeah, there's like a lust in our country for some reason, like California dream. Yeah, it's like yeah. you're living on the coast. Like I said, li- you live near water. All of a sudden, I think you're happier as a human. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> there's probably some some kind of connection to that. Yeah, evolutionary connection. Yeah, like near water is like good things are happening. Yeah, but I don't necessarily agree with the culture of California though. <laughs> Obviously, they're a little too far to the left for me. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> I, there's, I mean, we're, I guess we're in the Bible Belt, so I mean, it's one extreme or the other, I guess. No, nah, we're not that super. I mean, there's these conservative like nuggets within our. But I feel like Houston, as overall, is pretty liberal. You think so? I mean, we have like a black mayor that wouldn't, that yeah, wouldn't fly in most conservative towns, you know, like I ultra mean, conservative. We pretty, we pretty much grew up with like not seeing color like that. So yeah, exactly. To I me, guess. it's like. Yeah, because we grew up in, like, a pretty diverse environment, yeah. like, which is good, I think, for people. Because <clears throat> you don't develop these, like, racist tendencies because, like, we're all meshed together. How yeah, we grew up meshed. Yeah. How are you going to hate, like, someone if, like, everyone's a different color? You yeah. know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> Literally. Yeah, that's true, man. But if you grow up around a bunch of white people, you know, like, and then you rarely ever interact with, like, another colored person, yeah, you're going to have racist tendencies for yeah, sure. Yeah, I get that. Yeah. <laughs> like, imagine how, like... Like a culture like China, like it's like as it homogenous as it gets. Yes, yeah, everyone looks exactly <laughs> the same. <laughs> Their hair is the same. Like they all, nobody has like nappy hair in China. Everyone's got like that thin hair. Yeah, yeah. The same eyes, just about <laughs> the same colored skin, same height range. It's crazy. Yeah, it is crazy. You know, and then like if you're like fucking Michael Jordan walks to the crowd, <laughs> can you imagine that? Like, yeah, Yao Ming did come from China though. That's tr- oh yeah. There's there's variation, but. He still looks Chinese, you know. Yeah, he does. <laughs> yeah. Like a giant Chinese man. <laughs> this is exactly what he is. Yeah, he's a giant Chinese dude. That's pretty awesome. But yeah, I mean, other than that, I think oh, so a couple days from now we're gonna interview John McAfee. Yeah, we're gonna have to really brush up on our McAfee. Yeah, and so the goal for this interview is really to understand why he's talking to a bunch of people. I guess uh well not yeah I guess he's he's answered that before I think he's just like a I don't think there's anything I don't think he has like an agenda at all related to like why he's see that's odd I I would feel like there would be but I don't know I he just proposed like he just put it out there right like yeah. anybody anybody he said who has like a a podcast. a podcast he just wants to get his, his voice out there you know and you know we don't have the biggest platform we got a little one yeah and he's he's I mean, 30, 40 minutes of his time is not going to kill him, I guess. You know? True. Hopefully it goes longer than that. We'll and then, see. And <laughs> we might get invited to his boat, so. I'm down for that, dude. 100%. <laughs> I'll do anything, man, that man tells me to do. <laughs> like, for sure. But, what if but he tells you to get in the water with sharks? I'll do it. You do. Not with sharks, but if there's, like, a possibility of, like, there's a shark roaming, like yeah. I'll still jump in. But, like, if there's, a, like, a shark right there, I'm not getting in. You know what I mean? <laughs> I've done that before. I went snorkeling. There's like shark waters, but yeah. Did you see any? Best. I didn't see any sharks. Yeah. But uh, no. But he's also like a he's a legit crypto guy. I mean, everyone says he's a scammer. No, nah, I don't think he's a scammer. <sighs> he's definitely not a scammer. I mean, if he's taking some money to shill some projects, I don't. I wouldn't call that a scam. See, that's the thing. We don't even know if he actually did that. That's the thing. Yeah, we don't. We, I gotta, we really don't. We gotta find. So, that out. so we'll, we'll ask. <laughs> yeah. We'll ask. I mean, like, was he financially incentivized? You know. And that's not like a foreign thing. Like these, all these YouTubers do that. Yeah, they do that. You know what I mean? Yeah. And there's still people still religiously follow their word. Yeah, but the I mean, it is illegal to get paid to say something without mentioning Disclosing it's it? an ad. Yeah. So which I would I mean John McAfee is not a dumb man. So no. if he was paid to like talk about these, I think he would have said it was a paid. That's why I kind of want to ask him, like, because he was around during the dot com boom. So I think he understood. I think these smart guys. He's obviously a very intelligent dude, who and he was around during that dot com boom, so he witnessed the psychology of it all. And I'm pretty sure it's like exactly the same as the crypto. Yeah, that that would market. be a good question to see how similar the dot com boom is with crypto. Yeah, like psychologically. Yeah, I think it's exactly identical. I mean, the charts I think, show it. The, I think the charts are fucking. It is identical, images. but I think with crypto, like we have charts. Like it's something visual, a visual feedback on how well Bitcoin's doing, and you know all the ups and downs. We don't. We didn't have that with the dot com. Yeah, we did the Dow. 
The yeah, Dow but that, but you're talking about like pub, uh, you well, know, the public Dow, Nasdaq, the Nasdaq. Yeah, yeah, you're you're talking about IPO companies. Yeah, but, which is kind of like which ICOs. It was the exact same, you know. Yeah, market, but, but that's not like, where the the craze was. I I don't think. I think it was like all the startups working on all crazy, all kinds of stuff. Dude, if you compare it, it's exactly the same. I like we said in the dot com bubble, it's like people realize there's like a so a public new technology. companies, all public companies are saying. Yeah, all you had to do back then is like register your company. Yeah, put like it's a like Wall Street, right? Condom Wolf dot, Wall Street. Yeah, condom dot com. Yeah, which how hard is that? You just gotta register your domain. Yeah, you know, rent out a fucking office in like That's New true. York City. Yeah, and just say you're doing some shit. <laughs> you yeah. don't have to. Back then, nobody was making money either. True. Like little bits of money. Maybe Amazon was selling the books here and there. Yeah. But nobody cared about that. They cared about the potential, you know, the speculation, just yeah. like ICOs did. Yeah, yeah. So the psychology was exactly identical, I feel like. And I think he picked up on that on this time around. So he's like, you know, fuck it. I'm going to manipulate the market <laughs> myself. <laughs> you know, I'm just going to say, like, what I think is good, and then I'm going to take advantage of that, you know? Yeah, I'm also interested in, like, how he got into crypto in the first place. Like, what was it? Oh, yeah. And how early did he get into it? I don't know. He's been in it for a good minute, though, I think. But, uh, yeah, even, like, Charlie Lee did the same thing. He, he manipulated the people. by Like, he knew, like, we were coming towards an end of this bull cycle. And he went all over the media, and he's talking, you know, he's shilling his own product. Yeah. And it worked. Like, yeah. Litecoin, like, same thing with Ripple. All those guys, they all ran around CNBC. Yeah. And they just shilled their coins, and everyone went crazy. Yeah. And like, even CNBC was, like, telling people how to buy Ripple. Yeah, I remember that. Remember that? It was, like, a, a dollar and 20 cents or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they told people. They gave them, like, a legit demo how to buy the crypto at, like, its very peak. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> so, like, yeah, I think he just, he just, he was smart, and he made a good, uh, well, his exit, I mean, the reason why he exited was a good good reason. He didn't want to contribute to his coin manipulation by owning the coin itself. Yeah. So it sounded legit at the time. Are you talking about Charlie Lee? Charlie yeah. Yeah, he had to come up with an excuse. Yeah, it was and good. It was a good one. It was a very good one. What did he say? Like conflict of interest? Conflict of interest, like yeah. I mean, everybody uses that one. Yeah. <laughs> That's a good excuse, though. But to me, as a spectator, like, dude, that, that was, like, shady as fuck, like, but he he told everyone like legit like hey you better sell your bags because I just did yeah <laughs> like I <laughs> a multi year bear market's on its way and he called that shit perfectly right right you know so are these guys evil I don't know I don't uh, think. I think they just took advantage I mean is yeah, it, exact, is it evil? exactly what I'm saying nah I don't think so you know they they understood what was happening because like I said they both seen it Charlie Lee John McAfee they're around during the dot com boom they saw it they know. Oh, it could be considered insider trading. I mean, it could be. I don't know. I think they also realize, you know, it's the Wild West. Like, let's take a shot. And if, if we if you do get in trouble, like, and we've already seen this, like, at the worst, we got to write the SEC a little check. Yeah, a slap on the wrist. Like, a, like a less like than EOS. a percent. Yeah, exactly. EOS, they had an unregistered ICO. Yeah, they raised like $3 billion. $4 billion. And then they had to pay like $40 million. Yeah, which is like, ooh, yeah. ouch. <laughs> Big deal. <laughs> you know? That's fucking badass, dude. They they scored like a lifetime score. Yeah, man. That's a lot of money. You gotta try, man, to to get to that point. Yeah. But yeah, so we'll have a uh, we'll have the interview with John McAfee on this coming Thursday, and uh, hopefully we'll get it out soon. Mm-hmm. But but I think yeah, let's call it, and uh, we'll be back next week. Make sure you follow us on at the Block Runner on Twitter, and uh, that's it. Yeah, like and subscribe. Okay, we're out. Thanks. Peace. Thank you for listening to the Blockrunner podcast. Make sure you visit our website, theblockrunner.com, and sign up to stay up to date on the latest in crypto. Also, reach out to us on Twitter at theblockrunner. <laughs>